Hey, hey, guys, welcome back to the uh, Spongeworthy podcast. My name is Zach Hillman. And I'm Daryl Williams. And this week we're talking about season four, episode 19, The Implant. Oh, baby. And also we're talking with the ever famous Jose Juan Pazos. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, stick stick around, guys. So you think you're sponge-worthy? She said I wasn't sponge-worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge-worthy. I think I'm very sponge-worthy. Sponge-worthy? The Sponge-worthy podcast. Sponge-worthy. Absolutely. like that Rough. one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. I feel that's the stay on brand that should have came in through the door like like Kramer. To right. Try to, uh, you should have. <laughs> What's up, guys? Got a, an applause break. <laughs> um, all right. Maybe season five, we could we could up the production value a little bit, guys. Let's do it. By season five, by season nine, we're, we're definitely going to make this a professional podcast. Costumes oh, yeah. and shit. For sure. I mean, uh, I'm going to replace Daryl with Julia Louis-Dreyfus for No season joke. Five. Yeah. Man, man, that would be a great get. I would totally tell you to do that. I would stay on just to what, produce. Just what's to, crazy is that she's going to play you, but she's going to be ah. better. She, she's going to shave her head and everything. It's going to be hilarious, dude. She's definitely going to be like, I think his tits are fake. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I know Julia Lewis, she did method. She went all method with playing Daryl. Like, yeah, play me. She went all method and decided to play Daryl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Uh, she's like a Vanderbilt or like a like a, a Rockefeller. We or something. talked about this how she's a railroad heiress. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's wild, wild stuff. Of the bunch, she's like the one that aged the best, right? Like she still looks great. I think today that's like, because she was rich before, during, and after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Jerry looks still pretty age appropriate. I, I think you could. Yeah. He, he's he looks good for his age. He's very moisturized for a man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, George Costanza or or Jason Alexander. I don't know. Like he's always he still looks the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kramer's the only one of them that looks rough because he had he's he's mm-hmm. had a couple a decade or so where <laughs> he's had a lot of stress. Yeah, <laughs> self racism ages you a bit quicker. <laughs> yeah, being a racist ages you, I guess. Yeah, and being a racist is the opposite of black don't crack. So yeah, <laughs> like you crack all the way. Uh, white do flight. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah, that's why. Uh, well, guys, if you're uh, ca- uh, counting along uh, throughout this whole podcast, that's like what the 80th time we've brought up Kramer saying the N word. Yeah, uh, you know you can't ever let him forget. No. Um, and uh, yeah, it's definitely one of our favorite things to uh, to bring up. But we can't go much further without bringing up that uh, Jose Juan Pazos. You are our guest. This yeah, but I thought you Jose Juan Pazos also said the N word. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him, guys. Yeah, I swear. Me, guys. I mean, just judging from the uh, Confederate flag in your room, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I just really like the Dukes of Hazard. You know. Yeah. Man. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> Leonard Skinner. You know, we, Southern pride, man. What's wrong with that? Loving the <laughs> <Yeah>. South. <laughs> Especially those statues of people. These heritage has nothing to do with your negative connotations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. So, uh, Jose, um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your uh, experience with Seinfeld? Have you never watched the show? Or are you a right. super mega ultra fan somewhere in between? As a kid, um, it was definitely one of those shows that I avoided because it it, it was always from cartoon to cartoon. So mm. that never caught my eye. You know, right. it wasn't like a very bright show. It wasn't a very, uh, it probably, it adult, uh, very adult themed. It's, so it, it was took probably a minute for like me to older? actually sit down and, and give it a shot. As an adult, like I, I, don't, I haven't seen the series all the way. I probably got in about the furthest about season five, if on a, on a sit down uh, chronological watch. Um, but this time, I, I've been uh, not watching it for like a year or two, and just you know went straight for those for those two episodes. And uh, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much my history with the, with the show. Right on. Yeah, I mean growing up in the 90s as a kid it, that that feels like when cartoons 
cartoon sitcoms especially like really came of age uh sure. i mean you had things like uh the simpsons um the critic uh even family guy yeah, debuted yes. in the 90s you know right. uh you also had like you know full house family matters like all of those like sitcoms were definitely for kids yeah and that was more like uh colorful stuff where it was like you know urkel has like a transformation chamber or sabrina the teenage witch or there was one with a fucking genie that they right right and like dinosaurs as well like that's clearly like uh animation adjacent have you ever read the wikipedia for dinosaurs by the way no because it's like very clearly edited by the creator of dinosaurs like he's very <laughs> very flattering to his own work. Like, it just starts off like at the time caught on to their social like subtle political satire and like you know, oh shit just leads <laughs> off with like the writer is has a huge dick i'm, yeah. I'm just gonna say that yeah. the whole show is a metaphor for the cold war and the mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is it the best show or the greatest show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I guess let's just get into this episode. This episode's probably this week. A uh, JJ is probably probably the one of the two best episodes or the most two talked about episodes. Oh damn! Okay. Yeah. No these these were a couple of uh, heavy hitters. We start off uh, in the implant. With some uh, stand-up about uh, seeing naked guys at health clubs and the security at yeah, health clubs or people stealing Jay, exercise. Kind of showing his homophobia a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't need to see more naked guys. I mean. He's like, ew, naked guys, gross. And he also like, doesn't oh. have to look. Yeah, you're like, we get it, Jerry. You're straight. <laughs> you pull down a lot of models. I don't want any guys at the gym touching me, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I would I would like to see what his take on is like with like a trans woman or like a trans man in like a locker room in, at this stage in life like I don't know. would he be I into it or would he be like it's okay I'm, I'm good <laughs> what is I'm the like, deal <laughs> I mean I didn't want to see the penis but then it didn't have a penis what your lady that was menorah well, I don't know what to do. I'm Jewish. Yeah. And now I got a Majora problem. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is all kind of like me. I don't think it holds the test of time, but I also, I, I guarantee you, this was written for the show. This was not part of his act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of what it seems like, too. So, um, Jerry runs into uh, Sidra at the gym. Um, yep. and, uh, played by, you know, played by Terry Hatcher, uh, of course, famously, uh, desperate housewives. Um, uh, I'm sure like a million billion other things. Hey, going back too. to Superman, Lois and Clark. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about. And yeah, that's don't crazy. Dean Kane. That was like probably what she was known for. Did that, did that begin after this episode or? Yeah, this was after that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to say uh, Lois and Clark was like 96 or 97. It was late 90s. Yeah. I remember that show was, uh, was kind of a big deal for a hot minute because it was on like it's on like a real network. It's on like ABC or something, right? Right. It was on ABC or maybe even one of like it was on I the think WB. It might have been the WB. Yeah. I think, I think it was WB or syndicated for sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Terry Hatcher, she was in a bunch of other movies at this point she was a pretty big name like i i definitely think like people that saw her in this episode were like oh wow terry hatcher not like who the hell is this girl yeah no for sure so um pretty big get for them also like probably the hottest woman that jerry's dated up to this point not to Uh, i'd say that yeah (laughs) not to like throw anyone under the bus but i mean um, they've all been attractive for sure but also he kind of has a type like he's it's all this like you know like tall kind of audacious sort of very model-esque like very like big hair too like always like kind of like long hair as well big hair might just be like kind of a we're still coming out of the 80s sort of thing going on you know true he's also got elaine at the gym too jerry and them are kind of having like a conversation and then like she walks away and then like elaine definitely pulls out the like you know she's uh got fake tits right yeah (laughs) 
This is crazy. I mean, I don't, have you guys ever dated anyone with fake boobs? Yes. Yeah. And no. I don't know if it's, I mean, maybe here's the thing. Like, even when I was watching this episode, like you could totally tell like they were real, like at the, like back in the eighties, like, or early nineties, like when you had fake tits, you knew they were fake. They were like mm-hmm. hard and like fucking like, you know, Pamela Anderson style. Like they weren't like, yeah, they know, looked like beach balls. Yeah. 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 The, the making them look natural was not a priority at all. Like, right. They, like, like also, like, she doesn't even look like she's that big. Like, it's not like we're talking about double Ds or anything. Like, you're right. I, I wouldn't stick out today, right? She looks like she has a C cup or like a, a nice, like, you know, full D at best. Like, oh, wow. Terry Hatcher, not good enough for Daryl, huh? But are a lot of women like getting fake boobs to go from like an A to a C or are they going from like a C to a double D? I wouldn't be surprised if someone wanted to go for something believable. I mean, Caesar more shape than, right, yeah, than right. volume. Caesar, Caesar, a healthy handful. That's you don't really need more than that. He's also t- talking about how like now this is a deal breaker. Or that, like, you know, oh, she's got fake tits. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> date someone with fake tits. Like, who's ever been that guy? He says it's like Mickey yeah. finding out Mickey Mantle corked his bat, and I'm like, um, I think I'm like, I would, I would want to do it just because I'm curious. I'd just be like, how do they feel? Do they feel like the regular thing I'm used and, to? Do like that's also, what I'm saying. Like, I've touched girls. Mm, I've touched girls, guys. <laughs> yeah, it feels a lot more like an we extra... use on the show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> guys, don't incriminate yeah, if... me. I've I've touched girls consensually. That's, this is why Daryl can't be next to a middle school, right? <laughs> Sound but like that. I mean, maybe these girls like uh, like their tits like in the mid two thousands or whatever, and like technology is better. But like if you didn't see the like surgery marks and stuff like you wouldn't be able to tell Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i feel like that's a very personal preference thing too because i don't i don't think it'll bug me if a person ends up having like fake boobs i'll just yeah like like sex like i'll mark it down as as an experience i had and use for future comparison i guess but it's not like a deal breaker or or i don't know i mean like i believe she fucking came with this to the table like it's it's almost like he like fucking disapproves of it in a way and i'm kind of just like it's not your choice to make jerry right he's kind of judging like (laughs) women they're not for you jerry like oh these girls are like you know women of the night so to speak and you're like jerry you have no room to talk (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know it why do you think uh um elaine ha- cares so much besides the, the haterish uh perspective because uh, if she had nice big boobs and she's saying this i would take her a little bit more serious but she's sounding a little bit haterish from because she's a little you know i agree too. lackluster up there i think also anytime when elaine uh notices jerry having a you know an interest in another girl she's always gonna kind of give him shit for it because <laughs> she's an ex-girlfriend Been there done that yeah so she they're always going to be bimbos yeah. with mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they're IQ not going to be as cool as me boobs yeah yeah for sure yeah for sure so i think i think there is a little bit of that aspect to it too but it's i think there's also just like she as jerry's friend she kind of likes spoiling things for jerry <laughs> okay yeah. right she, she does that with things that aren't just like women he's dating you know like she must have already known this too though it, that he hates fake tits because she brings it up kind of with like some delight like he she, yeah, like oh you think she's peeve. that cool she's got fake tits i know you're gonna hate her now and it's like <laughs> did they have a conversation at one point when they were dating like i hate fake tits i'm so glad you. Don't i feel like them. this the, it's only the type of thing you'd bring up if you were like jealous of someone though. Like her her fucking tits are fake, you know? I know that was definitely a thing. I know a lot of girls have thrown shade on other women. Like, Oh, she's got fake tit. And you're like, you're just jealous because they look better. Yeah. (laughs) I always said like my adage was, if you can, if you can grab them, they're real. Like if your hand went through them like a hologram, then they'd be fake. 
That's what you call fake. That's no, why I think Daryl can't live next to a ghost <laughs> middle school anymore. Okay. That's... Yeah. I, I don't definitely... know if this episode was telling of, of Jerry's uh, mental issues because they also bring up his OCD a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely got OCD to the max. I know. So if, if you He's bring that in dude. with the pet peeves of like women, it's like, okay, you got, you got some issues, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean he's definitely he's definitely cleanly on the show for sure. So uh Elaine's Elaine's Razziner for having a uh, fake titties. Um and she says like, Oh yeah, Jerry, you're you say that you brag about being able to spot a lesbian. No shit. Like <laughs> who brings that up? Like who who brags about like I can point out lesbians <laughs> i mean we all can but who talks about it you know that's what i'm saying it's not that tough jerry like we Maybe all know harder in the 90s before <laughs> like all the you know uh crew cut movement happened yeah like <laughs> oh she has a mullet who would have thought she's a lesbian <laughs> she only talks about hockey and chain smoke cigarettes <laughs> you know my comedian what? friend ellen degeneres yeah turns out <laughs> Oh yeah, big good call there, Jer. Wouldn't have spotted that a million miles away, man. You, you're a regular Columbo. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, so, um, and Elaine thinks that Jerry is a leg man. This yes, is right. I wanted to talk about this a little bit because I feel like there was a cultural shift, maybe in like the 2000s, where like leg man stopped being a thing, and then it nobody's became, a leg like, man ass man anymore. Man. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's tits and ass. If and, anything, like, it's like. Anything, it's like the middle part, the leg is no longer a topic. It's like the top part, the butt, and the feet. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no <know>. in between. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Legs only, what, what we can, you can't do much with the legs. That's a the problem. They only look cool in the picture and that one angle. Then that's it. <laughs> you got nothing else. Yeah. I mean, I, I just want to like, I just want to say though, there's nothing wrong with legs. No. Legs are sexy. I mean, legs I would rather. Sexy. Is I like there anything legs? wrong with claiming to be a leg man, though? That's your thing. I feel, legs are your thing. I feel like if someone says they're a leg man, like that's a motherfucker who wears like a three piece suit and a fedora and is into some right. weird shit. Probably. Yeah. He Clearly, like goes uh, to speakeasies and shit, you know? I'm a leg guy. I'm I a have leg a smoking jacket. I'm a leg man. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're a leg man, you also say like, when you compliment the legs, you call them gams. You're like, hmm, nice uh, gams. She had gams up to the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, you, you have some some names for them. You just call them legs. Mm-hmm. You gotta, mm-hmm. Look at the old mm-hmm. uh, oh, jibber jabber. Straws, straws on her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You got a fine pair of stems right there. Yeah, the stems. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> Those are a couple of stairways to heaven you got there, lady. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's like better than like oh, you know fuck. saying like I'm into like hair or eyes or you know armpits. Yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna say like it, like an elbow man. That's really creepy. <laughs> you know, like mm, you, you know what I like with legs, like elbow, I like Whoa. the nape of her neck. That's yeah. what I'm into. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, like- the more intricate the part the creepier it gets right the smaller and more detailed like, the part is i like a nice inner knee yeah <laughs> it just feels weird because like out of all the fetishes i'm like oh man i had to be into just tits and ass oh man mm-hmm. like i'm not unique at all i'm just like everybody else <laughs> yeah the the subreddit for you is really predictable daryl <laughs> just beautiful naked women oh bummer. man yeah just <laughs> naked women <laughs> <laughs> you're a mod over there at our vanilla then we also uh we get a little cut of uh betsy and G- george going back to the episode and uh george and betsy are hanging out and they're like uh you know trying to make out he doesn't know if they're like you know boyfriend and girlfriend or anything like that but also betsy another great guest star played by the great megan mullally oh my god i didn't even recognize her I completely skipped that one mm-hmm Dude, she's hilarious, though. Two, two great guest stars. Like, I want to say almost Megan Mullally is probably the more famous of the two. You know, she's probably worked more because she's probably, uh, like, character actors usually aren't as, like, selective in their roles. Not This is not a knock on her at all. But she is so fucking hilarious. And, like, Definitely. every scene she's in, she's the fucking star of it. She's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's playing um, a great role. Again... 
we don't get the backstory. It's another episode of George just showing up with a chick and you're like, how the fuck did he get this chick? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's everyone that George ever dates, though. So um, George's big issue is that he can't go right. He can't make a move to the right, Um, which is such a weird this is this must have been a Larry David, Jerry Seinfeld, like just riff that they had in the writer's room where it's like i only can go left and you're like what a fucking larry david thing to say what a stupid fucking (laughs) a little bit ocd again popping up a little bit ocd i agree like but who i mean you guys have uh hooked up with women i assume Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) not just your wife right from time to time yeah women uh, echoes whatever comes yeah, my bro. way yeah, yeah. you adjust like, that you fucking improvise you look at the you read the room and you, you don't fucking come but with have you ever like, have what you ever told so? like someone like hey uh can you sit on this side because if I a woman only... was willing to sit on the same couch as me i would be so grateful <laughs> there's no way i would ask her to fucking move <laughs> no no you're like the fact that she's here is good enough like i don't care what happens next the fact that she's not macing me this is the best i've mm-hmm. ever done with a woman ever now <laughs> usually the women that i'm with uh charge extra for special requests so i, I try to just keep it simple <laughs> and basic <laughs> and uh george and betsy like she basically says kind of like no too because like she's like deaf in one ear or something like that she's hard of hearing yeah right and my brother i will say it's my like brother only has one ear and he doesn't mind me talking about this because again he can't hear Um, (laughs) no my dad's my dad uh lost his hearing on his uh on his left side so when he's like passenger seat of a car you could you could just like talk to him for 10 minutes and he'd be like oh sorry did you say something Mm -hmm. you know like (laughs) right and i will say like with him like he'll always say can you sit on this side because you know i obviously i don't I can't hear on the other side, and I totally get that. But uh, I don't know if I. But if you're gonna make a move on it. him, it doesn't matter. That's you know true. I mean? He I doesn't need to move. hear you. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he can see you and feel you. Yeah. <laughs> and he should know I'm your I'm his brother. I should already be like you know doing that. I mean, that's why you guys put all those flowers in the attic, right? I mean, <laughs> now we're in uh, the sauna with mm-hmm. Elaine, and Sidra happens to be there, and. She takes off her towel. Right. Which makes me think like, okay, cool. Like, that's awesome. And like, but at this stage, like she doesn't necessarily think like they're fake or is it is or is she like, oh, yeah, they're fake for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think isn't this the one where she's like, oh, yeah, they're they're definitely fake. And then she goes back to Jerry with it like she saw them. And uh, and Jerry's like, well, nah. And he says all the Mickey Mantle stuff. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not until the the later one. Uh, and then uh, now we're with uh, Jerry and Elaine. And Jerry and Elaine talk about the difference between nose jobs and boob jobs. Right. Yes, right. that was a great bit. I thought the the nose uh, analogy. I was like, this is this is better than the stand up bit that you. <laughs> started the episode with yeah Yeah. and definitely i don't understand like again why does jerry have such like visage when it comes to fake tits he's like the fake nose like i'm not touching it i'm not like hanging out with it but i'm if i'm touching the tits that this must just mean like at this stage of fake tits like the 90s were not good like it was like sandbags or like this hard silicone like it had to be balloons like, filled with sand like 40 year old virgin says <laughs> right have you ever right. seen people making uh mozzarella cheese i mean it, <laughs> probably <laughs> like that like, what like you know horrible accident that did jerry get into that involved fake tits that he's like no more no more guys <laughs> i'm at i i've been burned once not gonna be done doing it again like his cousin was mangled in a car accident and they had to patch him up with fake boobs. And he was just like, no, Lenny. Like, like, only he had real ones. Why are my hands full of silicone? <laughs> but yeah, like he apparently he and then Kramer shows up. And then, of course, like we get a, a nice applause break. Yeah. And um, and then he quickly starts talking about uh 
wanting to know um what fake boobs feel like like he was into it he's automatically oh, he's like, like yeah fake boobs oh, i know wow. what fake boobs feel like yeah. yeah and he's talking about how he like wants to take a vacation and then he mm-hmm. says that he thinks he saw salmon rushdie right at right the health club which is this like is also another thing that like kramer is known for like i saw people in the in fucking life yeah this is like and- a recurring sort of uh kramer thing where like he saw he saw uh joe, joe dimaggio, DiMaggio. Yeah, joe DiMaggio. yeah yep, like- yep. and he's seen like a bunch of different people and then like quickly like there's always like this precedent set of like jerry and everybody else is like no you didn't mm-hmm. well i mean <laughs> because kramer's just so obviously full of shit like everything. but also not full of shit like i don't know like kramer is like one of those characters like he's he's known for telling tall tales but also telling the truth like when you're not supposed to tell the truth like yeah he well he's he's like blatantly obvious i don't know i mean kramer also seems like the type of person that gets carried away he has that great line with sauna yeah mm-hmm. yeah the, 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 we're like you're near. putting her in a pedestal and they're like no i'm putting her in a dentist chair <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought I think like kramer's the only one that could get away with that i thought line you in that like show. i thought you like oh, the uh when he's the, like when it's he like a sauna comment. in here yeah yeah it, it's uh, not like a sauna in here <laughs> it's just it's like but the, i forgot that he there. said it the second time when he said it the second time i was like ah <laughs> you're one of these motherfuckers <laughs> he's running jokes yeah he's definitely got a fucking a good tight five on saunas <laughs> <laughs> and so and uh also in the sauna they're talking to george and they're like you should go on this funeral with her you want right. to be the consolation guy that right kind of pulled you ahead like 10 oh. days right that's where right wedding we... crashers was conceived right here is this where, where the movie came with like, this is like... I, mean, yeah. I, think, I think it's also like they're trying to say like if you want to get into boyfriend territory you got to go to the funeral like that's definitely like a boyfriend move yeah i mean as a sociopath like feel to it though like mm-hmm. to manufacture that that relationship right and, like to <laughs> well right but, like it's not just enough for him to like get ahead in this relationship um he wants to save money doing it, <laughs> you know like he won't right he, he's not like just like an outright scoundrel where he'd just be like i'll pay anything for pussy but <laughs> he's, he's like he's i like, will put I'm... in like calculated moves but i'm not gonna like i'm definitely gonna try to keep this under a certain amount it's like yeah, yeah he's there's a hard cap sure. on what i'll spend for pussy like it from george which is way worse somehow i mean we all have that like how many of us have gone on dates and was like you know what i got this much money that's it like i'm not spending more than this much or like the girl's like hey we should like go get ice cream or like go grab a cocktail and you're like you should do that without me (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah do you want to pay for those because i'm all tapped out on dinner yeah i spent my last seven dollars at the denny's and uh we're we're through Mm -hmm. here yeah but also, yeah, I don't think we talked about like uh, in the earlier interaction when uh, they were about to like make out or hook up, like she got a phone call and they're all talking about like, just let it go to the message machine or whatever. Like, yeah. just, there's like, like three emergencies happening in the whole world right now. Yeah, what are the odds? And then, of course, like, yeah, she got a phone call saying that her aunt died. And then that's why we're talking about the funerals that now her like aunt, George is like her aunt Clarice. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> which is such a loaded name to me. That, that is such a relatable <laughs> that's a, yeah. like, such a relatable moment uh, i don't know if it happens to you guys where you've been a like flirty horny mode to oh shit shit got real we, we right. gotta turn it off yes. now <laughs> i've had those moments yeah, for sure uh my um i've hooked up with a girl or i was about to hook up with her and then her roommate like said that her fucking dog just died and i was like well i guess we're not make it out anymore <laughs> that, that is the main theme of the conversation i guess now <laughs> <laughs> and then after we like you know take it to the vet and like they do the whole thing with the body and everything then you're still like okay well you're still in the mood like you want to get back to that <laughs> makeout sesh 
five hours yeah. later like <laughs> oh, yeah you know, uh, okay the windows pass I the get moment it. has passed and uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh i definitely feel like yeah deaths definitely are a mood killer mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of kind of hard to get back in the horn no, uh, i think that the most recent one that i had was um yeah, like I was here, and like you know, horny mode. Like, hey, you know, happy, happy Friday, happy Monday, whatever it was. I was, I was back going, I was going back into work, whatever. And you know, Mondays having a case of the Mondays. Like, oh, my dad died. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> well, sending you thoughts and prayers. Are you like, <laughs> when your dad died on a Monday? Oh. <laughs> Garfield would have a blast. Uh, this no. <laughs> I send you some lasagna, like. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, then but then we have George uh, talking to uh, Kramer, and they're talking about now. Now they're scheming about like you know, you can get a cheap ticket if uh, you get like you know if you tell the airline ticket, yeah, that you have a, a a family that dies, and that's no joke. This is a real thing. Oh yeah, for sure. You can I mean, get cheap tickets if you show them a death certificate and stuff. That's I didn't know that you had to show the death certificate, but oh, yeah, after sure. seeing this episode again, I'm like, it, it makes a lot of sense. You it makes remember. sense. I mean, obviously, there's no matter what. Like, if you place a rule in any type of like you know business setting, there's going to be people that exploit that rule. Mm-hmm. And for unfortunately, sure. this is the way. Like, I mean, I remember um, when my grandfather died, I got like you know three days paid leave off my work mm-hmm. and it was for bereavement and i was like that's cool like i'm glad that you gave me that but also they were definitely like let's see a de- death certificate oh, oh not, you can't okay. we're not going to pay for this unless you prove your it. facebook check-in doesn't count as a <laughs> okay. they literally yeah. said they actually said like not like what George, like we're jumping ahead, but George like gives him a picture and by the coffin is like, is this good enough? Like, <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, no, my uh, the my work said like you can either show us a brochure or a um, you know a, like a service a service memo or a note from like the actual funeral saying like you know his name and stuff. Or you what can if show it just said Daryl's grandpa's funeral? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like good enough try a little harder on your forgeries <laughs> come on bring a ouija board with the thing on yes like look i asked him if he was dead and he said yes but it was kind of weird Met lighting like, candles I, in the office daryl <laughs> like literally two days after my grandpa was put in the ground like my i had to ask my mom like hey can you like get me a copy of that so i can get paid for work oh man yeah, yeah so crazy that's so crazy. Um, so then, speaking of uh, things that take place in Nirvana, we have uh, the second iteration of um, Sidra and Elaine being in the same sauna together. Lots, lot of sauna scenes in yes. this episode. Yes, they a built lot of the, sauna the set. Yeah, and they, they had like, blended in for me a little bit, to be honest. I thought that it was only one and that she had touched, but yeah, I guess there was two scenes. They were like, we laid out all this money for cedar planks. We're going <laughs> to get our value out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this must have been a thing, too. I think in this time and age, like saunas were a big thing. This is when they were like just becoming a big thing. It feels mm-hmm. like so. Um, Sidra, Sidra, and Elaine are in the sauna together, um, and they're and Sidra just happens to be talking about Jerry to her, her friend who doesn't have any speaking lines. Um, no, and uh, she's like, "Ah, oh, this guy dumped me. He wanted to go out with me, and then he just canceled it." And then Elaine's like, "Oh." is he into Superman? And she's like, how'd you know? And Elaine's like, mm-hmm. oh, I just know guys that are that type. And Sidra's like, my name's Sidra, by the way. What's your name? And Elaine goes up to shake her hands and slips in the sauna and has to grab. Grab, like, yeah, of course, the only thing you can grab are the fake titties, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just hanging out there. You know, you gotta, gotta clutch onto something. It's a good ending uh, to like the, the second act break. I feel like like this is a good way to like you know go to commercial. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like that shot that 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 first person shots a shot they use a lot, right? Like for random things, they do that from time to right. time. They do it a lot with Steinbrenner. Um, they did they did one where you see uh, Kramer is about to uh, puke on somebody. 
So okay. we yeah, we get a, we get the first person shot from time to time. And also like before, like when they're talking in the sauna too, they bring up like this idea of like Jerry would have made a great Nazi because he's like really into like <laughs> oh, fastidious. Fastidious. He's got yeah. rules and he's <laughs> like what a weird thing to say. But it's on his show, so he must have been comfortable with it. <laughs> like, but also, it's like you know, like Sidra must have known he's Jewish, right? So, like, I don't understand why she's like, "Oh yeah, he would have made a great Nazi." Yeah, he's Jewish. True. <laughs> Feels like the it's most cheek if they thing. know each other, but character-wise, yeah, if she knows he's Jewish. A little shitty. <laughs> yeah, that feels like the most hurtful thing you could say to a Jewish. It'd be person. like if you're dating a black guy and you're like, he would have made a great crip. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but but she or, did. What, what in blood? Too, I don't know. So you know, you, got, you gotta give her some some leeway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, but then we uh, have uh, yeah the whole like uh debacle like she falls on the tits and now she's got like you know clearly firsthand knowledge of literal firsthand knowledge yeah and uh she definitely like starts talking about like how they're real Mm -hmm. and uh george and And kramer spectacular (laughs) yeah they're spectacular obviously jerry's Um, like what do you know how many boobs you ever touched she's like (laughs) i touched my own and jerry's like so have i and it's Remember when we used to fuck? Yeah, I can I can only hear spectacular in Larry David's voice now. <laughs> I, I, I was reading that it was his tag that he he told Terry to to, to say that at that at the end. Right, right. Mm. That makes that's that's a so good I line. I could only hear that it was his idea, and that's how he describes tits. <laughs> <laughs> he originally wanted her to say like they're pretty, 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 pretty spectacular. Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, today's Larry David. That, that would be the line right there. <laughs> but then we cut back to uh George and Kramer. Now they're at the airport, like trying to buy tickets for like, you know, cheap. They do a lot of acting, like mm-hmm. they're more upset than they are to like get away with stuff and pretending Definitely. that they're other people to pull one over on people. In this, I mean, it's that's like maybe one of the more sitcomy elements of this show. Definitely, yeah. Where is like fake crying, and yeah, and of course, like you know, Kramer does this a lot with Newman as well, where like they just like you know try to like scheme and like pull ruses and like get in the character, but clearly it's just for the fucking uh, you know the spoils. Um, But also, I like the idea of uh, George. He's he's going to Detroit. Kramer wants to go to Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he just hopped on this opportunity to get yeah. a fucking free trip to Puerto Rico. I don't and know he's where. already kind of like burned a bridge with George before, saying like, "Oh, just buy the tickets and like you'll get the miles oh, and man. stuff." That why would George? That was this season too. Yeah, Kramer right. burned George. <laughs> like, so he's already done it twice. Where it's like, here's how you get like can pull the wool over the system in but in all actuality like uh you're also, actually going to be spending way more <laughs> also that uh that ticket heist that Kramer and George pulled it mm. resulted in George getting almost murdered or maybe definitely prison raped definitely uh, yeah that never comes to fruition was this? this was the airport or the yeah or the was yeah the, the airport the, yeah, right. Airport. We'll have to yeah. look that one up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I would not trust tra- Kramer with a ticket scheme, but Kramer's <laughs> like, "I'll go to Puerto Rico. Hey, giddy up, you know." So as was, and that also was going back to Salman Rushdie with Kramer, is this like a weird like? Would the average person that was watching this in the nineties like know like Salman Rushdie and be like, "Oh wow, yeah, like that sounds like in the zeitgeist." Yeah, I mean, um, Salman Rushdie kind of like uh, he came, he became like a famous writer yeah. in the eighties. So this is probably like a decade into uh, Salman Rushdie being a really celebrated writer. A decade. So or this more. is like a good so, pull. Like people would be like, "Oh, right, we know who that is." Not like, like I don't think the average person that's watching this on Netflix is like, "Oh yeah, Salman Rushdie, I remember him." Yeah, sounds <laughs> like a joke that was. <laughs> 
it's between Jerry and Larry. That was like we should mm-hmm. put that in kind of. Yeah, it's it's weird how they like explore it. They never really get any closure on whether it's really Salmon Rusty or not, but yeah, Kramer tries his sauna line on the guy and then right. <laughs> and he also calls himself Sal Bass and he's like, you know, Bass, Salmon, it's a pseudonym. And he's a writer too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they left enough little breadcrumbs there for you to be like, I could be. But I'm like, why? Why, if you're trying to conceal your identity, would you say that your first name is Sal when his when the guy's name is Salmon? <laughs> right, right. And then he also says like his name is Salmon, not Salmon. Yeah, <laughs> which which is a germane point for Jerry to make right there. <laughs> now, could this be a case of the dude has gotten this before that he looks like this guy, so he just has that answer ready? <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. he does do that. Like I've had a friend that was like that. Uh, he, um, I have a friend in high school. He looked exactly like uh, Ethan Supley. I don't know if you guys know that actor. Nah, he oh, was in. Um, he's like the fat guy in like Boy Meets World. He's also in uh, American History X. He's also oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, he's just that guy that's the fat guy, and like remember the Titans. I think mm-hmm. remember the yeah. Titans. Yep. Yeah. And uh, my name is not like Zerl. a flattering actor to. <laughs> he's also like since uh, got hey, you lost got a, face a lot like of weight. Steve Buscemi. Anyone ever tell you? <laughs> But you I, like Danny DeVito? Anyone ever? <laughs> I remember we were hanging out at a bar once, and uh, these two, like three, no, three hot chicks, just come up to him and go, "Like, were you in that one movie?" And he just, without a beat, going, "Yep, yes, I was," and totally <laughs> pretended that he was this dude. And he, they literally like bought him, like bought all of us a bunch of free drinks. We were hanging out with them. I think he hooked up with one of them, like, and the whole time. <laughs> They were like, you were this famous actor. And he's like, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Again, you'll do anything that you have to to make out with a chick. I think that's that's the takeaway from this podcast is uh, all men are slime. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so then we have uh, George going to the funeral and George is at the funeral uh, and uh, he gets the Betsy priest. a snack. He's talking to the priest, asking about the the death certificate. Right. Uh, and then later, he's uh, he finds out the like dad or something can give him the death certificate. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. he goes and he dips. He double oh, he, dips a chip. He meets yeah Timmy, <laughs> the Timmy. nephew or something. Yeah, yeah. Betsy's uh, brother, I think. Yeah, right, right. And then he's like, "You can't double dip." And George is like. Yeah, that's just the way that I dip, which 100% believe that George double dips. Like, of course he does. <laughs> like, I think this is also like when it comes to like the, the, you know, the things or the like the things that make the show or the things that make people remember the show. I think more people remember the double dip scene than the like fake boobs part. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy that like, a lot of these episodes kind of mesh in together where you think like the double chip would have been like on its own, but it's actually like part of another thing. Like just like the puffy shirt is part of another like big through line where you're like, wow, there's two iconic through lines in one episode. Yeah, no, I I mean, that's just the brilliance of this show is they could they could have called it the double dip or they mm-hmm, could, you know, mm-hmm. and then or the funeral or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, the yeah the funeral ticket or whatever mm-hmm, and um mm-hmm. yeah the consolation man whatever they wanted to call it right, and, right. <laughs> you know it would it would have been just as good maybe they would have focused on something else in the writing a little more but and i feel like uh the guy that plays timmy that's doing this whole accusation about like the double dip he's totally doing a seinfeld impression <laughs> like, what's the deal you do a dip and then you take a bite and then you do another dip what's the deal <laughs> okay nice i didn't catch that what's the deal with this impression like just be your own character bro 
they well jerry originally wanted to give the role to himself (laughs) (laughs) or maybe jerry was like giving him some like you know uh like inspiration or like here's how you play this role and he's like literally like oh i'll just play it like jerry i feel so yeah, the only sorry person for available for the role was jerry standing mm-hmm. <laughs> understudy this is my understudy yeah i feel so sorry for anyone getting acting advice from jerry, jerry oh, Seinfeld. <laughs> like your free throw advice from Shaq. it's like i know yeah. you're the best one <laughs> player but <laughs> or rap advice from Shaq. Um, Not your forte, <laughs> you ever so, thought about insurance, guys? There you go. <laughs> I know a lot about gold. I, I like that. Uh, that was his tipping point too. Like he was sitting there quietly, grief, mm-hmm, feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and sad about. And but the, the moment he bit. saw George double, he's like, "Fuck no, I will not stand for this." So then they, so then they fucking spar. Like basically, like mm-hmm, George tries mm-hmm. to double dip again, and like. Timmy's acting like this is the downfall of civilization. He's he's <laughs> also he's back down. Yeah, like this right is away. one of those uh, instances in the show where it's like this literally probably happened to a writer. Like there, this has to have happened to a writer or something like or this. To is Larry, so, yeah, to Larry <laughs> expe- specifically for sure because it's like such a a curb premise. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. And I, I, I don't know why it didn't get explored, especially because of the type of chip he was using. But his chip had three corners. Right. So that also, means that you have three chances to dip without double dipping. Like It's not a chicken wing where you buy the whole gonna, thing off. And, if you're going to do he, that, you have to pre-break the chip. Why and he never even talks about chip? like, I switched the chip, I switched the corners, or I, I moved. Right? Yeah, there's some nuances to like, this. Like there has to be nuance. There has. And to then be, I like... was reading that that the that thing got challenged in um, MythBusters. Mm-hmm. MythBusters, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they proved that the end there doesn't leave any more significant number of germs mm-mm, or nothing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> so I feel that there was unleft territory here for for him to like mess with and argue, milk that argument a little bit more. It's one of those premises too, where it's like nobody has ever thought about this until it gets brought up and then you're definitely like no i do have a stance on it no i understand where he's coming from i have i've never thought about this in my head until just this now like but now that i'm thinking about it no i do have an opinion i think i think that there has to be like some exceptions though like you can't eat a buffalo wing with just one dip nope you i think you have to but like in because at that point you're tainting the dip like the buffalo is going to leave something on the dip so you need to be aware of that too like i guess well, now like, like when it comes to that container of the yeah. dip yeah it everybody has, has their own food. ranch dip or everybody has their own blue blue cheese dip yeah everyone has their own blue cheese or they're not allowed to sit at my fucking table there <laughs> <laughs> you know uh I used I to have a hard like, stance on that in case you can't tell. <laughs> you know, the best thing to do with uh, people that are like horrible when it comes to like service industry stuff, like if they ask for ranch dressing, just give them blue cheese and it'll be the best day of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's to go like something oh, like, oh, they want shit, it to go. I notice till they get home. And as soon as they get home, they're going to be like, fuck this dude. (laughs) Take a picture. Let me see if it's really blue cheese. (laughs) Uh, So now we're going to go back to uh, Sidra and Jerry. Sidra sits on the left side of of Jerry's couch. And uh, (laughs) Jerry, as we learned earlier, can't go left. So um, he asks her to switch and then she does. Which it's like it's almost like why did you write this in? Why did we need to waste time? Also, like I don't want to get nitpicky, but like in a previous, like maybe even season one or two episode, he talks about being a switch hitter and how he can like you know like bat left and right. So it's like, dude, if you can bat left and right, you can fucking make out left or right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Unless you care more about baseball than. Chicks, but <laughs> well, I mean, in season two, he, they were talking about softball a lot more than chicks. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, Jerry, in the course of the conversation, brings up, uh, you know, Jane Mansfield had gigantic. Boobs. No shit. 
<laughs> like, Why does so he bring transparent? That up? What a weird thing to bring up. Like, hey, I don't want to talk about your tits, but also let's talk about boobs. Talk about this woman who's been dead for 30 years and her jugs. Like, what? I mean, no jokes, Jerry. Jane Mansfield did have a rack for sure. Yeah, I had to look her up yeah. because of this comment. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see why she, she was a top reference for this joke. There's that one picture, that famous picture of Jane Mansfield, and like I forget if it's uh, Audrey Hepburn or, or somebody else that was like literally like she's at a table, like at a club or something, and her tits are out for days, and then like Audrey Hepburn is sitting right next to her and looking at her tits and going like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like you could totally tell like she's like throwing shade at the tits, but then like Jane Mansfield is like, "What?" I got fucking tits. <laughs> Daryl Daryl is uh, nice. This is like Daryl was Jane Mansfield in a previous life. It's <laughs> like I know what she was feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess like it's one of those things. Like if you had like you know a Dirk Diggler, you know, fourteen inch cock, wouldn't you want to like you know show it off? I'd I'd wear more sweatpants. That were yeah, wearing. of course you would. Yeah. Another th- one thing that kind of bugged me with, with the with the way he was acting around her, just because of the tits, is that he's supposed to be this guy that gets laid all the time. Mm, like, mm, mm. so you know you're gonna get laid at some point. You're gonna get to to like feel them. Why no shit. Be this simping around her. Play like, it cool, bro. Play yeah, it. Like, yeah. You yeah. know you're gonna be there. Like, yeah. Yeah. If you start talking about like a bunch of weird boob stuff, it's just gonna make her feel weird no shit yeah yeah it definitely seems like at certain points like jerry knows how to throw some game but then other times you're like have you ever talked to a girl ever yeah dude. yeah it sounds like he's talking to like his 13 year old friends in a, in a mm-hmm. country house, in like a little clubhouse and shit like, boobs, guys. Boobs, that's boobs, what they guys. should do they should do fucking young seinfeld where it's just like an animated like you know jerry and george just hanging out and like fucking like six years like old seinfeld babies like yeah, seinfeld babies yeah, yeah what exactly. is the deal with cooties <laughs> what's the deal with diaper rash I heard he stuffs his diaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. like instead of Muppet Babies, it's it's Seinfeld Babies. Yeah, yeah, totally. So uh, she she says basically like, yeah, some people think I have fake boobs, and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Well, some of my friends have asked if your boobs are fake, and she's like, well, what do you tell them? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, How did you walk into such a fucking trap, Jerry. You're so bad at this. no shit. Why would you ever bring up your friends talked about your boobs? Like, yeah, all my friends talk about your titties all the time. <laughs> like, what? You, dude. Creepy, super sus. Um, so then, uh, and we also have Kramer showing up again, and then he's asking, uh, he has an emergency. Yeah. He's going to Puerto Rico and he needs to borrow Jerry's bathing suit. <laughs> I would not let someone borrow my bathing suit on vacation. I feel like they're going to shit in it or jizz in it or just no. It seems like they're going also on two different premises where like Jerry's like talking about how he would never let Kramer borrow his suit. And Kramer's talking about like, you've already let me borrow it twice. I like your suit. Yeah. Sounds like like, some improv going on there a little bit. I think, well, Jerry's just trying to get rid of Kramer, and Kramer mm-hmm. um, has typical Kramer social skills, and he's just habitual <laughs> line stepper. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because mm-hmm. Kramer's always like that's the thing about like most of the characters is that they're always thinking about themselves. They're not thinking like, oh wait, am I rooting this for Jerry right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and then uh, Kramer is inviting Elaine over. Elaine uh, shows up uh, because mm-hmm. she was going to show Kramer some pictures from her trip to Puerto Rico with Jerry, which I guess they took while they were dating. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then Elaine and Sidra see each other. Uh, they recognize each other from the sauna. And Sidra's like, did you send her in there just to feel up my fucking titties? And like, <laughs> she's like, fuck this. I'm Which her, her perspective is like the most fucked up because once you start putting it together that they know each other, 
they're repeating lines, um, mm-hmm, and the mentally mm-hmm. ill thing. Like, like, okay, this, this, that shit is super creepy revealed to her that, that they, oh, yeah, that, that fucking Sidra should yeah. definitely feel this way. Like, she, she should definitely be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Have you guys been playing me this whole time? Yeah. 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 That, that's a way creepier reveal than then play it off in the, in the show. They play it a very comedic way, but that's a fucking sociopathic, creepy ass reveal in real life if it happens. Yeah, dude. So she bails rightly, uh, but then she comes back and she's like, oh, by the way, they're real and they're spectacular, which is mm-hmm. probably the <laughs> degree, like Harry Hatcher. degree. Yeah. Probably like the best hit, like joke of the episode. Like, this mm-hmm. gets a long fucking laugh break. Yeah. I, it's um, it's such a good button. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. this show has like, you know, sort of iffy buttons where it's like, oh, yeah, I see. We we like said that, uh, you know, two or three other times this episode. But this one, it's like mm, chef's kiss. It's just mm-hmm. perfect for the episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back to our, our fun fact, uh, I was looking into like the research of whether or not Terry Hatcher's tits were actually real or not. <laughs> Doing the real research. Of course yeah. you were, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's been so many, there's so many clips on YouTube where there's literally like uh, interviewers or like, you know, newscasters that are like bringing it up, basically going like, people want to know, are your tits real? <laughs> <laughs> and she's basically like, yeah, yeah, they're real. Yeah. This whole time they've been real. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean, at some point she's still telling them you're gonna get to try them out yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's like they're not huge. Like, it's like if they were fake, she must have been fucking making the walls jealous beforehand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So then we um end with uh george trying to oh right that's not quite the button we have george uh showing the uh airport mm-hmm. the picture of him at the right yeah right which is like, but i like how well, he's so like disheveled like yeah. he's so like you know just he's been like on a plane and like not had a shower in like five days <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it looks dude. like he he's fresh off the scuffle from the funeral. Like all oh, the hair's all <laughs> messed up, bruised. Like he got uh, into it with like Jimmy and like basically had to throw down and then hop on a plane right <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, didn't get a chance to see a mirror, straighten mm-hmm. himself at all. Just talk to the tenant real quick. But also, where does he get this Polaroid? Like he didn't have a Polaroid camera with him. Like he had to have had somebody at that wedding or funeral. Has somebody like. Like pick, he didn't have a tripod. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Timmy, I know you just beat the shit out of me, but we can <laughs> take a picture of me pointing at your aunt's casket." Yeah, <laughs> so I can get a hundred and fifty bucks off this plane ticket. <laughs> oh like, god, I I don't remember George being this like penny pinching throughout this series until i've rewatched it in this podcast oh my God, that's like george's whole thing yeah that, yeah that's, that's right what i mean like i never realized like how much of like just how he doesn't want to spend money ever <laughs> yeah no so then we um we get some stand-up over the credits and it's uh jerry talking about how they're gonna install liposuction at mm-hmm. restaurants so that right. you can eat whatever you want and cheesecake and yeah not not super yeah, great it's not, not a great mind. premise again like these i i wouldn't hold these two stand-up bits as like oh this now this is seinfeld yeah no i do appreciate the theme of closing with the liposuction material and then the next one has to do with a, a fat dude so a pretty cool little connection. <laughs> yeah, more yeah, fat shaming later. He gets synergy for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know if people noticed uh, week to week in '94 uh, or whenever this came out, but <laughs> Daryl, there's a cat on the screen. There's <laughs> okay. We lost Daryl. Daryl, no, my cat just decided to like jump on my computer for some reason <laughs> flashing your puss on the screen like that like nothing i'll show Daryl, you some big titties they're real and they're spectacular okay <laughs> uh, yeah so this episode 
pretty pretty dope pretty pretty yeah. good all around lots lots of laughs packed into this one um, i like how all four characters were were thoroughly in it everyone's engaged for sure for sure very good episode another line that that really got me that i wrote down uh is uh if you were drowning and i threw you a life preserver would you be able to tell me if it's an inflatable <laughs> that was fucking great <laughs> yep <laughs> he's like well yeah of course i would <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so I see that one in the note because the nose ends in uh, you don't look up a nose <laughs> like yeah. it looks like up a nose. <laughs> no, those two I see that's great working on stage for him like he probably just took those bits straight from the stage to, to the script yeah alright well that about wraps it up JJ do you want to tell people where they can follow you on social media yeah I'm on Instagram uh, JJ Steps S-T-E-P-Z and JJ spelled out J A Y J A Y. And yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. You guys know what to do. Follow us on the show notes, like, comment, subscribe, all that good shizzle. Yeah, rate it, guys. Go to Spotify, guys. They have a rating yeah. feature on Spotify. And rate it. Oh, yeah. You rate you it five rate. stars or four stars or, yeah. or one, whatever. You know, we're we're just glad that you took the time out. Yeah, of I'll day. take any stars, really. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that all I can say, really, other than that, is uh, why don't you motherfuckers keep it spongeworthy? So you think you're spongeworthy? She said I wasn't spongeworthy. Yes, I think I'm spongeworthy. I think I'm very spongeworthy. Spongeworthy. The spongeworthy podcast. Sponge worthy.